Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is someone who is prone to blackouts, <laughs> Lindsay! How, do, how did you know, Jesse? <laughs> 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 that well, was just that one time. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we are talking about uh, Blackout. Oh. Yeah. Who do you think, What do? You, who, what, when, where, Blackout? Blackout. Blackout. I think that this is a character maybe from the 60s. Oh, wait. You said at some point that these are all white people. Uh, so I say 50s then back. And I do think it's probably like having to do with like not being conscious of what just happened. Um, so it's like the Neuralizer or something from Men in Black, but in a person. <laughs> and this person probably wears all black and has a mask, but no cape. You're mostly wrong. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is what this dude looks like. Oh my gosh, but he doesn't have a cape. Wow, okay, so he's got fancy, almost like flamey type boots. Um, very skin tight clothing, very skin tight. Um, it seems black. He's got like a lightning bolt on his chest and also his like mask is a stupid lightning bolt that looks really bad. It's like a pointy face thing. Why would that seems not good. <laughs> he also has lightning boots, lightning boots, lightning face. You know. And I'm going to spoil something for you. Does not have electric powers. So why did, why is it all lightning-y? He just likes it. He just thought it was cool. He was like, you know what's cool? Lightning. Like, when he stands next to, next to Electro, it's just like, oh, is that Electro's new costume? <laughs> so, so yes. It's, it's real, it's real good. So... <laughs> His name is Marcus Daniels. Uh, he is a his occupation is research assistant, later professional criminal. Okay, research assistant and then criminal, kind of like Black Knight too. Oh, except he was a professor. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's a citizen of the United States with a criminal record. Uh, no other aliases. Was born in Flushing, New York City. His place of death was Avengers Mansion. Huh. And he was part of uh, the Masters of Evil 4 and a former partner to Moonstone. Okay. He first appeared in Nova issue number 19. Oh, he's a Nova villain. Yeah, it was in uh, March 1978 and it was called the final showdown. <laughs> but that was his first appearance? In the final showdown? That was his first appearance, yes. And uh, this, and the final showdown was against a very unfortunate villain that was actually from the 50s when we were talking about, called the Yellow Claw. Oh, we spoke about the Yellow Claw. This one has a interesting cover, I guess, as well. So, first off, apparently, it was called The Man Called Nova. <laughs> okay. Okay. And so I guess this, this is technically 
uh, this is technically a cover piece theater. It is, it is Nova. And he's like, oh, like, oh, what's going on? Like, he's kind of like writhing and floating in the middle. And you have who I'm guessing is Nick Fury, like shooting at like a demon in front of him. And there's like demon heads like kind of floating around. And you have a racist caricature blowing yeah. in the background. It's like a dragon would go with the face of the yeah. evil guy. Yeah. And and uh, there's a thought balloon. <laughs> the, well, I, no, no, no. It's 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 not a thought balloon. It's it's it words. So so what does Yellow Claw say? You don't stand a chance, Nova. I'm driving you right out of your mind. And the yellow claw stands triumphant. Nightmare! Why does it say nightmare there? I I don't know. Oh. I mean, it's a word that someone would be like, what, nightmare? What? What? (laughs) It should be like, what a nightmare! Exclamation! It just says nightmare. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pretend that I am a, a, a good comic book writer. Writer from this time. Yeah, so. this is um, pretty racist, but also it's too, it's too bad that um, you know, Blackout didn't get to be on the cover. <laughs> he was probably a uh, just a shadow. Oh, or maybe one of these, like, lightning bursts. Maybe. Probably not. (laughs) So, uh, Dr. Sorry, wait. Marcus Daniels was a laboratory assistant to Dr. Abner Croat, a physicist studying an unidentified form of radiation, which he called Black Star Sun Rays, coercing his assistant into being a subject for his experiments. Uh, Croc bombarded Daniels with the unknown cosmic radiation, which he later identified as the Dark Force. Uh Daniels became charged with energy and soon learned that he could project it from his body as a quasi-solid black... uh, Qua created a bodysuit that curtailed Daniels' body, an extra-dimensional source of his uh, uh, energy, so close that that Qual had built a stabilizing device to keep his body from shifting totally into the dark dimension. Uh, Daniels escaped uh, Qual's laboratory not long after, calling himself Blackout. He used his superhuman powers to commit a series of robberies. Filling the energies within and becoming increasingly unstable, he returned to Qual's uh, laboratory to steal the stabilizer. Qual caught him in the act. However, Blackout uses powers to open up an aperture into the dimension which the energy he projects originates from, and Quat was sucked into the dimension and has yet to be recovered. Presumably he died there. Following uh, a skirmish with the fledgling crime fighter Nova, Blackout himself vanished into the other dimension after accidentally destroying the stabilizer. Blackout later returned to Earth. His grasp on sanity was more precarious than... They messed up a word completely. And it (laughs) says more precarious by his interval in the other dimension. By his interval? Uh, Like, basically, on Earth, like, he was a little bit more crazy. 
he was super. He was apprehended by legal authorities and eventually taken to Project uh, Pegasus, so its energy specialist could analyze his powers. Uh, during a diversion somewhere in Pegasus, Blackout managed to escape his containment cell and free several of his fellow superhuman criminals, who were also being studied. Blackout and his allies, Moonst and his new ally Moonstone, escaped the confines of Pegasus, but later they were tracked down by the Avengers. Attempting escape from, from them, Blackout opened up another aperture to the Dark Dimension, and he and Moonstone were sucked into that dimension. Note the so-called Dark Dimension from Blackout, that which Blackout drew Dark Force from, drew Dark Force from, is not to be confused with the Dark Dimension previously war, uh, ruled by Dormammu, now by Clea. Because they have, I think there's mul there's multiple limos, multiple hells, and multiple dark dimensions for <laughs> the universe. So, and they all are different. Dormammu. That's I know this name from the hood. Yeah, it's also um, we also talked about it when we discovered U uh, Umar. Or oh, Umar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Moonstone used her energy powers to uh, to us. To find where they were, and help Blackout navigate through the dark, dark force dimension to Earth's moon. Earth, sorry, uh, Moonstone helped to augment her superhuman powers on the moon's surface, but before she could do so, members of the well, the moon's resident race, the Inhumans, aided by uh, Dazzler, overpowered the two criminal escapees. Uh, Blackout and Moonstone were taken to Earth and were returned to captivity at Project Pegasus. Uh, later, Moonstone joined Baron Helmut Zemo for his new Masters of Evil and pers persuaded Baron to free Blackout. Uh, by this time, Blackout's mental condition was so unstable that at times he sank into a nearly catatonic state, using his combination of her own talents for psychological conditioning and other technological devices, Moonstone succeeded not only making Blackout responsive to her commands, as long as they were, like, simple, mm -hmm. uh, but in extending and refining uh, Blackout's control of superhuman powers. Zemo realized it was due to her ambition, high intelligence, and control over Blackout's formidable powers. Moonstone posed a serious challenge to his leadership of the Masters of Evil. Therefore, Zemo had another Masters of Evil, the Fixer, install circuitry within the Baron's uh, headband, which was key to the frequency, which was key to the pattern of Blackout's brainwaves. Hence the circuitry, hence, hence using the circuitry, Zemo could mentally force Blackout to obey his commands and override Moonstone's influence over Blackout. As Zemo demonstrated to her, she f demonstrated to her. She finally challenged his leadership. Zemo allowed uh, Moonstone to continue to supervise uh, Blackout. However, uh, and then Blackout uses power to uh, capture Bla Captain America, or no, Captain Marvel. Sorry, Captain Marvel within the Dark Dimension. And Dark Force Dimension, and um, 
Moonstone had blackouts around the mansion, an impenetrable barricade of dark force to prevent other Avengers, the police or military, from entering. But Captain Marvel escaped. Um, that uh, by, through an aperture opened by the shroud. Uh, Doctor Druid used his psychic ability to influence the mind to to influence minds to induce blackout to remove the dark force barrier. And a force of Avengers entered the mansion from underground and defeated many of the masters of evil within it. Uh, faced with the poss possible ruin, uh, ruins of his plan, Zemo ordered Blackout to project the entire mansion, the Avengers inside it, to the Dark Force dimension. Dr. Druid mentally forced Blackout, informed Blackout that Zemo was not the, not the friend he pretended to be, but was trying to exploit Blackout. Realizing that Druid was right, uh, he resisted Zemo's mental commands, and then who were backed up by the powers of the fixer's device in his headband. And the strain of the resistance was like too much for Blackout to bear, and he collapsed from a massive cerebral hemorrhage. Uh, he was he then died almost instantly. And then as soon after Baron Baron Zemo like fell from the roof of the mansion after finding Captain America. Sad times. Yeah, so he sad. was, like, kind of being used the whole time, seems like. Yeah. I'd almost say he was dead for most of it. Yeah. From a free will, you know. Yeah. Advantage. Perspective. Yeah. So he's 5'10", weighs 180, has gray eyes and brown hair. He gray has, eyes. like, he has a moderate, he has a strength of man who does, like, moderate exercise. So. Ooh. Wait, what does that even mean? Moderate. I don't know. That's what they, they put. It means the almost nothing. The earlier ones, they were like an average man, right? Or something, like an average human or something, yeah. right? So is that like the humans that don't work out, that like get the gym membership but don't actually go? And then this guy is like, he goes once a week or something? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> like, strength levels mean almost nothing if they're just a normal human. Yeah. Just like, like a moderate. Just like, like, moderately strong for, like, a five-foot-tall person is going to be probably <laughs> different than a one who's, like, eight-foot-tall. Like, this guy is going to need help moving a fridge. This guy is going to need help when he moves his apartment and, like, needs to move his couch out. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so he has the ability to tap and manipulate an immense black form of extra-dimensional energy called the Dark Force. It's basically like this gas, extra-dimensional gas-like substance that's also manipulated by the cloak and the shroud. So it's this dimension that a lot of, like, people have access to. The cloak as in, the, as in cloak and dagger? Yes. Okay. Although Blackout draw, draw, uh, draws uh, Dark Force from the same dimension from... But he draws it out the same way that the Shroud does, as like a gas-like substance, instead of like a cloak does, which means he's basically an entity made of that stuff and can teleport through it. Mm. Yeah. Blackout can project a Dark Force as a concussive uh, energy. Um, he can also make like simple, simple shapes. <laughs> he's magic. 
So when he makes objects with it, they're solid and well-defined when he, when he wills them to be. Um, and he can do it, and he can kind of have control of his constructs within a thousand feet of his persons. Okay. What if he, like, starts to walk away? Will the thing still exist? Uh, probably not. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, I, I'm guessing it's, like, with just within a thousand feet, so I'm guessing yeah. it's, like, there's probably, like, a heart barrier somehow or somewhere. He could also mentally open up apertures into the Dark Force dimension, which can remain as long as he maintains mental control over them. He can envelop a person or a object with dark force and then project that person or thing into the into the dark dimension. Um, he's also apparently unaffected by gravity. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, sorry. I skipped I skipped the subject of that sentence. The dark force is unaffected by gravity. Okay. So like they remain on the air no matter, you know. Okay, so they float. So he can make like a little disc of it and fly. That's cool. He can fly on it? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's cool. Green Lantern-esque, but not. Well, Green Lantern's more like a... Like their body... Like the ring makes them into a spaceship, basically. Oh. Yeah. It's a little different. It has a life support system in it. Oh, fancy. So he does have a little bit of uh, limitations here, uh, like his control over the dark force is dependent on his mental uh, mental clarity. So after a while, when he gets more exhausted or more upset or something like that, it will he'll have less and less control of it. Huh? Yeah. So constructs don't aren't like as well done, and it's probably you know harder to concentrate would mean harder to do certain things. Have you seen the show, um, The Rain, on Netflix? No. In it, this guy he can like he's got this virus or whatever, but he can control these like flowy black things that can go out and kill people and stuff, and they can also manifest physically as well. And also, like, when he gets upset, like, he, it, he loses control over his actions and the black floaty things. So it seems kind of similar. Hmm. Well, um, so we do have, we have one, I have one question asked to, to you. Are they still dead? Is he still dead? This guy's dead. Yes. No, 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 no. I think he's I think he's dead like in this world, but maybe he's existing in another dimension. No, he's he's like 100% dead. Oh, okay, um, fine. <laughs> but uh there's a nice little wrinkle to it cuz he was uh, brought back uh back to life very briefly by Baron Zemo during one of the Thunderbolt runs. And under his and under Zemo's control, like he he was basically used to like fight people, uh, and he, he was alive for actually quite a while until siege happened, which was um, it'd be about four or five years back now, no, five six years back now, um, where where like basically siege is when uh, the Dark Avengers, like Norman Osborn and stuff, mm. led. Dark Avengers, uh, were 
going to take down the Asgard that Asgard refugee like country thing that was floating in uh, Dayton, Ohio, <laughs> over a bunch of fields. And they're just like, hey, they're a danger to us, so we need to get rid of them. And so he had a bunch of villains like go up and like try to you know fight them. Awesome. Um, but <laughs> uh, he was incinerated by a lot of a lot of people with a lot of other people, and oh, like okay. an explosion. So yeah, he's still dead, but he was brought back uh, like as a like fully alive person for a wa- long time. Mm-hmm. So. He is dead. So, uh, anything, is there anything else you could think of while I have you? Uh, um, I don't think so. Okay. I still think his, um, hat is stupid. Well, the thing is, is like, if he had electric powers, I'd be completely okay with it. Yeah. But like, it just looks like an electro costume. If you decided to go with a different color scheme. Yeah. Like, why even bother? Just be a black... Just have a black suit. Yeah, exactly. Like, your name is Blackout anyway. (laughs) Alas. That's nothing to do with electricity. So. Yeah. So, so yeah. Cool villain. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, yeah, let's get to our plugs. Um, I am one of the hosts of 33% Pulp, a podcast that takes, divides novels into thirds. We read a third of the book um each each host reads a third of the book and then we recap the whole thing over three episodes and uh you can find us on any podcatcher and you can find us on twitter at 33 underscore pulp and on instagram we're at 33 pulp okay uh i don't feel like doing my plug so i'm just not going to do it uh this yeah let's do another episode I have like over 400 of them. (laughs) (laughs) So this is, uh, but if you do want to listen, if you do want to see what the people look like, definitely go, uh, definitely go on at alphabet flight on both Twitter and Instagram. And there'll be, be something there. So, um, so this is alphabet flight and, uh, please listen to Prince anymore. And don't shoot that horn. Bye. Bye. Bye.